uh, as we, we come towards the end of the programme, there's another event uh, this evening uh, in here in the building that we're broadcasting from in the Scarif GA premises, the Derg Active Alliance Community Hall. And uh, it's a play we had uh, the director, Paul Brennan, on there a few weeks ago. Uh, a play written by a very famous East Clare man called Brian Merriman, and uh, it's The Midnight Court. Well, we're delighted to have on the line now uh, the man who will be acting in that play tonight, and that's Jerry Howard. Jerry, you're welcome to Scarif Bay Community Radio. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, John. Good morning, Jerry. Welcome. Um, I must say there's there's a sense of anticipation and excitement around the place this morning because... Um, Many people haven't seen this play for quite a while, and I imagine they're greatly looking forward to it, Jerry. Uh, you must be looking forward to uh, pre- presenting it as well. I am indeed. Um, you know, even driving down through Innes, through Tulla, and coming over in East Clare, you get a sense of where the play was created, where the man who wrote it was from, and it's, it's set in the, um, the shores of Loch Rainey. So it's lovely to be coming down to East Clare, and of course, Paul Brennan. I, I work with a lot is living in here so yeah and we're getting a great welcome so yeah everything very positive folks. okay and I mean we're we're certainly looking forward to it here because it's been some years since uh, since it's been performed uh, around the place uh, is this is it a favourite of your own it is indeed well I started working with Paul and we did some one man shows one that he wrote himself and we looked at the Midnight Court, and yeah, it is. It's it's um it's a translation by David Marcus, um, the late David Marcus, and we have to thank his widow Eta Daly, who gave us kind permission to do the show. Um, and yeah, it is. It's something. It's challenging. It's like it's an hour on your own on stage, but it's so rich and it's so much of Clare and East Clare. And I'm a Clareman myself, so yeah, there's a lot of satisfaction in doing it. Jerry, could I ask you a, a very, very simple question? What do you think Brian Merriman was at when he took pen to paper in the 1780s? Oh, uh, 1780s, yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. He was being very creative. Um, he was definitely influenced by his surroundings in Loch Rainey. I suppose, you know, it's one of those, I think, Ashling poems where you fall asleep and you dream how the writer dreams. And uh, But it was very funny. Uh, and it's, it's I'm not a Gwail goer myself, but people who know the Irish language say it's beautifully written and it's a very rich vernacular in, in the Irish language. Um, now, David, there's been loads of translations I've come across, I think, 14 or 15. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. But David Marcus's is the one that keeps coming up. um, That's the one that's that's most um, suitable for performance as such. Yeah. And how are you going to deal with the dream? Well, it's it's all going to unfold. We we collaborated with a very good uh, costume designer maker, Petra Brannock, who lives up in Canvara. Mm-hmm. And Petra is her origins are back to Machness and stuff, and she's made some wonderful costumes for us. She has so that we can we can use, and that's kind of it's it's part our set and our props, but they also come to life as anyone who'll come tonight to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how we approach it. We we stick to the script. 
Uh, yeah. We read it as a little bit, not not putting in our own words, but just chopping and changing a little bit. But um, it's it's all there for us to use, you know. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, uh, the, the 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 translation that I uh, have myself is. Um, uh, Oh, what do you call him? Frank O'Connor. Frank O'Connor's, mm. okay? Yes. And, um, yes. and I, I have a feeling he's making a play on behalf of women. That he's genuine in, his, uh, um, yes. in that regard. Would you, would you yes. agree with that? Yes, the men of Ireland are definitely in the dock. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, you know it's loaded when the woman, the judge is a woman and the complainant is a woman. So. Yeah. <laughs> Would you, would you like to? Would you? They're, they're listening. They're listening with great intense intensity uh, to you now, out in the the hills and valleys of East Clare. No, okay. Yeah. Do you think he had a cause, uh, a, a good cause, when he took up the cudgel on behalf of women at the time? That it was that there is a so- sociological element in it. You know. Oh, I'm sure he had. Um, and, you know, at the time in the 1780s, it was a pretty brave thing to do. It certainly was. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, 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 a, it's a bit even body, as we say, uh, even as it is. But to, to think that, you know, 240, 50 years ago that this was written. Yeah. Um, it was a really brave thing it to do. It was. I mean, the loveless... I mean, when he, when he speaks and attacks the, the loveless marriage... Um, yes. And the acknowledgement that women, for example, do actually have sexual desires. They, of course. Yeah. I mean, why had we so much trouble in accepting that in the following 150 years? Okay. Well, I suppose maybe our conditioning and stuff like that, we're beginning to come out of that age now, aren't we? Yeah. Well, mm. um, we, we have rightly decided that everybody is equal. You know, yeah. whatever gender they're from, yeah, and, and no one should have, no one should be able to tell anybody else what to do within reason. You know, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, as I said, I mean, imagine two hundred and fifty years ago, somebody had the, the courage and wit to write something like that. I mean, it's a, it, I see it as a kind of a call to give back to women the right, the rightful place in society, power and authority back to women. Uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And how have we made a batch of it since? Yes, yes. But sure, look, isn't it great that the play is still relevant? It no, is. That, That's the... That, an East Clareman yeah. uh, wrote a play 250 years ago and it's still relevant. Yeah, yeah. So you came down, did you come down by the by Flagmount when you were coming down today? I, I visited Flagmount. Um, I I've, um, I spoke with Billy Lucknan and his son William and... Mm. Uh, you know, I, 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 I'm a regular visitor to Paul and Anne in uh, Mount Shannon. So, yeah, I'm familiar with the place. It's a beautiful part of the country. It's completely different to where I live. I live in the Borough, in Sanoa. It is very and different, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's lovely. And, um, you know, it's great that in our county we have such variance and such, you know, yeah. variety of, yeah. of landscape. Do you come back to in, 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 in your... Um, uh, performance, do you come back uh, to the uh, early Brehan law position regarding women? No, okay. Um, well, what happens really is that, um, without giving too much away, there's a court case. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like any court case nowadays, uh, the, the prosecution puts its case forward 
and then the defence makes its case, and then there's the judgment. Yes. So, you know, without wanting to get too much into the detail of it, that's basically what the format it takes. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think, Jim? Yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to it tonight, uh, Jerry. Um, I, I think it'll be fabulous, and of course, it's the first time. Um, that the newly refurbished hall here in Scarif is going to be used, so it's it's a debut uh, from that line. But um, yeah. no, we're we're really looking forward to it, and hopefully we'll we'll get a good crowd. Yes, yes, and thank just to thank everybody involved. The hospitality has been great. You know, even the lads doing the stage and stuff like that. They worked late last night to put up steps for us and everything. They were there at eight o'clock, and we're going. So you know, it's been. It's been really nice mm. to, to get involved with the, the, the community. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Jerry. Well, I suppose all we can say to you, I, I, I don't want to say break a leg, but uh, <laughs> I suppose in, in your in your profession, isn't that what they say? Mm. Yes, of course. And look, we're looking forward to it. Hope, hope everybody enjoys it. I think they will. And uh, we're only a few hours away. Okay. Yeah. Jerry Howard, many thanks for joining us today. Uh, every good wish tonight. And uh, we look forward to seeing you later on. Thanks, Jim. And uh, thank you, John. You're welcome, Jim. Okay. God bless now. Bye bye. Bye bye. And that was Jerry Howard, uh, who will be the. The main man on stage, the only man on stage tonight in the one-man show uh, from of Brian Merriman's The Midnight Court performed here in at Scarif GA Hall and Community Hall. Um, so it'll be a great night, John. I'll tell you one thing, Jim. Uh, if it were 100 years ago, it wouldn't be going on. It would not, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there'd be uh, people with cudgels <laughs> driving us back home. Indeed. So it's, so it's, 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 at, it's at 8 o'clock this 8 evening. 8 o'clock, and uh, the admission is... Uh, admission is 10 euro, 10 and euro. it's on the door. So at the door, it's, There's yeah. no pre-booking. Pre- yeah. So, okay. and there'll be, there'll be plenty of room for everybody. Yes, yes.